0: Hello and welcome to episode four of the Staycation Summer Series An Exploration of New Brunswick. I'm Tosh Taylor
1: and I'm Jenna Morton and each week this summer we're inviting a
0: new guest to the show to share their love of this province. So we've been joined by some of the best local ambassadors from around the province to tell you what to see, what to do, where to stay, and what to eat and just what there is to love about their community.
1: And today, we have the most awesome ambassador, the executive director of Discover St. John, also known as St. Awesome,
2: Victoria Clark. Welcome to the Staycation Summer Podcast. Well, thanks, Tosh, and thanks, Jennifer, for inviting me. I'm here in my office in St. Awesome, St. John, New Brunswick. I wish I was outdoors. Yeah.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Well, we want to just start by giving people a little taste of St. John, where it's at, what it's all about. What what do you love to tell people first off the bat about where you live?
2: Well, to me that it is the first incorporated city in Canada. So we have a lot of firsts, bests, and onlys here in St. John, and those are the things that get me so excited. Um, St. John is the only urban experience, the only city on the Bay of Fundy. So here in our city, the ocean goes in and out 28 feet. So 28 foot tides twice a day. And, uh, and also we're the home of the reversing fall. So not only does our tide uh, change twice a day that dramatically, uh, the St. John River is actually salty five miles up. So again, twice a day, every day, the St. John River is pushed back and uh, it's an incredible phenomenon. Um, Again, we're uh, a home port, and this was where a lot of trade happened uh, throughout the years, and it's a meeting of a lot of different cultures, and it's the home of uh, some of the most uh, incredible, diverse, and powerful headquarters of businesses uh, in Canada and really in the world. So uh, there's a lot to see and do, and there's a lot of history here in St. John. And you know, not the least of which is our Victorian architecture, which is completely intact. But, you know, when you ask me what I what I like to tell people about St. John, you know, the first place that I always take people is the St. John City Market. It really is a gem here in the city of St. John. I hope you ladies have been here.
0: I have. <laughs> it's actually it's actually one of the only things I've ever done in St. John to tell you the truth. <laughs> That, oh, that's amazing! That and Marathon by the Sea. Those are like the two things that I came to St. John to do. Good woman, <laughs> good woman.
2: Yes, and you realize that St. John is not flat. Uh, we call uh, <laughs> oh, no. we call oh, the no. downtown of the city of St. John uptown, and Tosh, you will know why, mm-hmm. because everything is up from the harbor, and uh, and sometimes it's uphill both ways. I mean, that's the kind of thing my grandmother would say to me. She had to walk to school uphill both ways in the snow. And in St.
0: John, they weren't lying about it. Yeah, no, if, there's absolutely- anywhere,
2: if there's anywhere you could do that, it's in St. John. <laughs> no, absolutely. Absolutely. No, the St. John City Market is a bustling city asset. Um, it actually survived the Great Fire of 1867, and that was because um, the citizens of St. John had already gone through a fire and didn't want that piece of their infrastructure to be lost again and so people actually protected it in place of protecting their own homes by putting wet blankets and other things on the market. Um, The market is a place where uh, you know for me I go to lunch there as often as I possibly can. I would normally say I'm traveling a lot and that's a gift when I'm home but uh, now that I'm home I'm trying not to go so much that I burst my summer shorts here, but uh, everything from, you know, you're seeing a reflection of our classic agriculture that's here in New Brunswick. So lots of things based on, you know, potatoes and baking and molasses, but then you're also seeing a reflection of immigration that's happened in New Brunswick and here in St. John. And so, you know, we have people making food with non. we have people uh, making incredible Korean food. I am guilty of going there uh, more often than not, so great. Italian food. And, And so you're really seeing a reflection on Saturdays. You're going to see Jamaican and Syrian, um, it's a real reflection of our community and uh, and lots of great handicrafts as well and uh, soon to be opening a uh, tap room So, you know, maybe if you want to have a beer with your, uh, you know, your Bimabap you it's going to be available for you. So I'm excited. It'll be really um, uh, An exploration of all spirits beers and spirits uh, in Brunswick.
0: You know, anything's funny Jenna Um Every city that we have talked to or every region of New Brunswick, everybody brings up the beer. It's like they know us. It's- <laughs> know, the beer in the history. That's, that's all you
1: got to talk about to get the two of us totally on board.
0: <laughs> it's true. It's true. So, Victoria, uh, you did mention some major historical facts for St. John being Canada's oldest city, uh, the St. John City Market. What do you think personally is like the coolest historical fact about St. John or historical story
2: about St. John? Well, to me it's just the resiliency of this city you know to think that uh this is where uh the trade in new brunswick um this was the epicenter of trade really for the eastern seaboard um if you come and visit uh the new brunswick museum and new brunswick museum is the oldest museum in canada again this is incredible there's a a piece of amber that uh, was lent out to um to darwin to charles darwin to to think that there's a piece of amber that, you know, not unlike on a library card that was signed out to Charles Darwin, um, and he was investigating the, the mosquito that was inside of that piece of amber, you know, absolutely fascinating, but there is an exhibit in the New Brunswick Museum about forestry and shipping and where they intercede, and you can see that we had deforested almost 100% of New Brunswick for mass and for wood to build ships. And uh, and so that's pretty incredible when you think of well when you think I'm looking overlooking Rockwood <laughs> Park here from my office it's all green it's green forever here in New Brunswick, so uh, so again that being the epicenter of trade. Um, you know, there's companies here that are older than Canada. So when you think of uh, companies like Moosehead, when you think of companies like uh, Crosby's molasses that uh, that have been uh, that have been here for over 150 years, they were established here because you know we were sending fish and timber down to the West Indies, and molasses was coming back. Um, You know, those kinds of things to me are fascinating. And you just still see those reverberating in our entire New Brunswick culture. You know, the epicenter is here in St. John. You know, there's not a table in New Brunswick that doesn't have molasses on it. There isn't a New Brunswicker that hasn't, well, maybe if they're underage, hasn't put, you know, lips to a bottle of moosehead beer. It's just not possible. (laughs) And uh, those are the fabric of our community. And those are the things that I get most excited about.
1: So interesting, too, that you mentioned the amber and Darwin, because I think one of the things I didn't know as much about the St. John region, because I, I do know about all the firsts and the history and the trade, and it's just, it blows my mind. The geological aspects of that part of the province fascinate people from around the world as well, which I think was something that was I had underappreciated before I spent time learning about it.
2: Well, you know, the first UNESCO uh, Geopark, Stonehammer Geopark, uh, is here in St. John. And, you know, to again, to be the first uh, to see two continents collide here. And the continents are not North America and South America. They are uh, South America and Africa. Uh, colliding here at the reversing falls is absolutely incredible to see. Um, You know, sometimes we say, you know, reversing falls rapids because the falls sounds like a bit of a misnomer, but under the falls is actually a 200-foot drop Everywhere around uh, St. John, you will find uh, outcroppings that include uh, uh, different fossils. Um, if you want to go and spend the day on the west side of St. John, uh, GoFundMe events will take you on a kayak tour for you and your family, and uh, you can go by this beautiful rock wall and you can see all of these shells that have been uh, captured in that stone. So beautiful! And again, for any kind of uh, any kind of skill level. Uh, if you want to go out just beyond uh, the city limits, La Pro Falls is another beautiful example of the geoparks features. And again, that's a great hiking tour. If you want to again, stay on the West side, the Irving nature park, again, those cliffs that are dramatic tides uh, have, have produced. It's that combination of, you know, the geological history and then the Marine activity, those two things colliding create really, really incredible landscapes that you just can't see anywhere else. So, You can imagine that along uh, Saints Rest Beach, which is what connects uh, the Urban Nature Park to the rest of the west side of St. John, uh, Saints Rest Beach at times at low tide, you've got to walk pretty near a kilometer to get your feet wet. And, uh, you know, and then at high tide, it's right up to the road. And those are the dramatic things that you and your family uh, can experience when you're here in St. John.
0: Holy, it's absolutely incredible. I'm going to let you in on a, on a little radio secret. I'm on the radio in St. John a few times a week. You can catch me there, and I'm always talking about these places, but like i I don't know them because I haven't been to them Hush. but they're so easy to talk about because. There is so much information that, like, especially on your guys' website, the Discover St. John website is so jam-packed, full of information that I can make it sound like I'm right there in St. John. So Um, I want want to thank you for that. (laughs) But you've already, like, you've already just like blown my mind on some of these facts that I didn't realize already.
2: Well, you know what? It's it's incredible. The thing that I love about St. John is that you can have that great urban experience. I'm going to switch to that for a second, but that great urban experience is completely surrounded by these natural experiences that you can have within 10 minutes of each other. So if you are in the city center, I don't care if you're pushing a stroller or if you've got a, a bunch of uh, surly teenagers with you. not saying everybody's teenagers are surly. Mine, as of today, I have two 20-year-olds, so they're not surly at all. <laughs> no. Um, but uh, uh, walking around uptown, the amount of public art that you can interact with right now is incredible. Um, we're in our fourth year of our Salmon Run. There's 23 uh, salmon sculptures, six foot tall salmon sculptures, painted by artists from around New Brunswick. And they actually guide you through the uptown space. So whether you want to stop in at King Square, there's one in front of the new Irving Oil headquarters and one in front of uh, the beautiful historic uh, Imperial Theater, on King Square, which used to be the natural boundary at the end of St. John, you never buried your dead inside the city limits. So the top of King Square is Loyalist Burial Ground because you didn't bury your dead inside the city. So fascinating. One of the only uh, two-story bandstands in the world, the other two-story bandstand is down in South America. Beautiful piece that was restored by John Irving and uh, Richard Curry in the center of our city. And that's also the entryway to the city market as well. Um, If you want to follow the salmon down, uh, you can see beautiful Jermaine Street. Uh, There's beautiful church steeples. Those church steeples actually used to be what guided uh, ships into our harbor. If you line the two steeples up, one also has a six-foot-long salmon sculpture in bronze at the top. Uh, If you line those those two church steeples up, you knew that you had safe passage into our, you know, very dramatic and narrow uh, harbor entryway. Um, you can come down to the single most uh, Instagrammable uh, spaces in our city and that's Rogue Alley just off of Granon Lane. So you'll first have to get your kids by Bella's ice cream and you probably will want to stop because they have a homemade ice cream which is insane but as you start to go down uh, Granon Lane if you look one way you're gonna see 2,400 square foot mural painted by Toronto artist Uber 5000 it's 80 feet tall And then if you turn to your left, you're going to see Rogue Alley. Rogue Alley is filled with a salmon with two pieces by Gabrielle Brown that are beautiful. And uh, there's soon to be a great salad stock called Marcy's and then Rogue Coffee. And that's why it's called Rogue Alley. And uh, Mike and Vanessa Duncan have really created a funky space down there. Uh, Lots of great uh, socially distanced way to have great coffee. Uh, But also, again, great selfies, selfie spaces. They've created what they're calling Rogue Nest which is a really adorable place to have your coffee. You're going to continue down. You're going to be on Canterbury. Canterbury will blow your mind. So whether you are going in to have a, another beer, beer at Picaroons, you can also grab a, a pizza from uh, Pomodori Pizza. I know that you have a, a, a franchise now of Pomodori in Moncton. Do you know what? It was too good of a secret for us to keep oh my gosh. With you, Monkton. they're so great. They have three locations, (laughs) they're so great, eh? And you know, and whether you're just grabbing a margarita because you just want you're a purist, or you're like me and you need to spice it up and have a hot Italian, you can bring it over to Picaroons and eat it in that space or eat it in Pomodori Paddington Station. And across the street is Tondi Hopscotch, a great, uh, a great cocktail bar. You're gonna go down the corner and you're gonna go buy Barcade 83 Barcade if you like, uh, pinball games and 80s videos, much music video party. Oh, my favorite thing from high school. Come on. <laughs> uh, Brits. And uh, and then as you go down the hill, you're on Prince William. And Prince William uh, is the home to Cask and Kettle, to uh, Gahan House, to In Pursuit, to Tuck Studio, and uh, soon to be um, Buckland Maryfield Gallery. So There's lots of great things, again, there's public art along that space and the next street down is Water Street and now you're on the water. You're overlooking the cruise ship terminal and then our west side modernization uh, program. And again, you're going to be at the start or kind of actually at points midway to Harbor Passage. And Harbor Passage is what we would also call a cranberry trail. you can jog or push a stroller or lead the kids through a walkway that will take you up to the reversing falls and it's a very gentle beautiful walk you're right at the water's edge your children will see seals there's lots of seals there's occasionally porpoises lots of marine birds and depending on if you're there at high tide or low tide or slack tide you know there can be quite a bit of activity because you know when those when those tides in the river clash that traps a lot of sea life and so the birds and the seals just completely go bananas but you know you're you're walking in a city that is walkable and you're having all of those experiences but 10 minutes in any direction will take you into a space that you you know you, you could be you could be camping um we have the largest municipal park in canada rockwood park and it was designed by the same landscape designers uh, the landscape designing family that design Central Park. And so you will see aspects of that. Uh, you know, Central Park is completely man-made. Um, Rockwood Park has the benefit of being man-made and natural. Um, but uh, you know, you can be there right within your 10 minute drive of the city. Or you know, we have places like Black Beach or Misbeck Beach, uh, Dominion Park Beach that, uh, that are all within uh, city limits that are extraordinary. They have facilities uh, and, and lifeguards for your family. Um, you know, Some of the places actually have restaurants, like Lily Lake is there in Rockwood Park, Brits Rockwood. Uh, you, know, you can shoot a few balls uh, into their aquatic driving range, but there's so many things to do. And then great, friendly, and of course, clean hotels here. Um, the Hotel Association is made up of 11 properties here in St. John, and they're ready to welcome your family. Uh, they'll make sure that you have a clean, safe stay. And if you can't remember all of the things that I said we're here to do... <laughs> They know them too. Yeah. (laughs) uh, That's the great thing about having a a website and having your cell phone is that if you're not sure what's next, well, we can help you find what's next.
1: I love how interconnected some things are in St. John too. So even, you know, it's a great location, obviously in the summer, but also in the winter. You can do so much with Pedways and and being uh, nice and uh, safe from the elements.
2: (laughs) Well, and here's the thing, you know, uh, COVID has kind of absconded with the word bubble. For us, the bubble had meant that I could go from, you know, the Hilton Hotel to my job, down to the alehouse for lunch, you know, over to the city market to pick up some groceries and then still be able to go to, you know, W. Smith & Co. and grab a birthday gift for somebody because it was all in the bubble. That's what I would like to call the bubble. (laughs) And so it, it's weatherproof and that, and, you know, I was talking about the New Brunswick Museum before, you know, if it's a rainy day, you know, there is the aquatic center. You know, we're the only Olympic sized pool east of Montreal. There's a kitty pool, like a little shallow coconut pool. Then there's a bit of a higher level pool with a slide, but it's a gentler slide. And then there's a slide that is like a kamikaze, a kamikaze jump off, drop off, which is not appealing to me, but might be appealing to your daredevil kids but uh, great facility. Again, it's attached. So, you know, you can put on your swimsuit in your hotel room, whether you're staying at the Hilton or the Delta and walk over to that pool. You know, the New Brunswick museum is attached in there as well. And then great bars and restaurants and retail. And, uh, and they would all be so happy to see you uh, walking through the pedway and stopping, you know, whether the speed for your family is being out on the boardwalk uh, with uh, the St. John Ale House or lemongrass or whether your speed is to get everybody and they have something to eat at the you know Pizza Hut buffet. Um, you know, you gotta meet everybody where they are, but there's a little bit of that for everyone. This summer is a difficult summer for everyone, but you know, we're safe here in New Brunswick. And uh, you know, if you follow the guidelines of our you know public health messaging, there's no reason why families that are within your catchment of listening and watching this show can't come and really have an enjoyable and safe time here in St. John.
0: I am sold. Like, I'm honestly like, send me real estate agents.
2: I'm moving. (laughs) (laughs) Do that. (laughs) You know, and like, I even feel like I'm not even like touching on all of the things that we have, because then I'm like, well, I should, I mean, I need to be talking about Ross and Quiz Bam Sis. I need to be talking about Grand Bay Westfield, but I'll tell you, come and make your home base here in, in St. John for your visit. And then, you know, go where your interest takes you. You know, if you're interested, I mean, ladies were joking because me. I was really kind of being conscious of the fact that you're talking about family travel. And, you know, I don't want to say like family travel, go and hit as many beer spots. (laughs) But, you know, I know your catchment is broader than that. And then also maybe you brought grandma along or just maybe you lock the camper. I don't know, whatever (laughs) you folks like to do. But there, you know, there's a lot of craft breweries here. But, you know, there's also places like like Smoking Pig. So you can go out on the weekend and uh, grab some of your provisions. You know, if you want pulled pork or brisket or, like, some of the best sweet potato salad you've ever had in your life or cornbread, you can grab the, those out at the Smoking Pig. You can grab them on your way back from the Kingston Peninsula Market and, you know, take the kids on a ferry ride. And, you know, it's free. It's easy. And again, all of, the, uh, all of the provisions have been taken at the market for it to be safe. And then, you know, you have to stay over Saturday night for a hundred reasons, a hundred dining reasons, but uh, not the least of which should be the Queen Square Market. And the Queen Square Market, you know, King Square is in the center of the city. The Queen Square is just over to the side. And again, they have, uh, this is the 10th anniversary of Queen Square Market. It is beautiful, it is charming. You will be taking home uh, beautiful food. Well, you'll be scoffing down beautiful food uh, <laughs> at the market. You're going to attempt to take home beautiful cheese and beautiful bread. You know you're going to eat that in the car. Let's just get serious about that. Maybe the flowers from uh, Savage Garden might make it back to your home. But, uh, you know, there's there's handicrafts and, you know, excellent small-scale farms that are, uh, are having their wares out. And, and it's just a beautiful day out. And, again, I'll tell you, that uh, even a rainy day on a Sunday for Queen's Square Market, it's still open and it is an absolute delight. I'm so excited. I just want to go and spend
1: days and days. I know, and right? And drink the beer.
2: <laughs> Call me. <laughs> yeah. You're talking about and my want, favorite things. Well,
1: and, and I want to see the mural because I have been at Uber 5000's mural that he did of New Brunswick in Toronto, but I haven't oh, been to what he's done in St. John. Yeah.
2: <laughs> Well, and that was a partnership, you know, that was a partnership was with Discover St. John and the province of New Brunswick. And I have to say that probably like at a time it was almost daily. Now it's probably weekly. Um, but I'll get a note from somebody saying, did you know this was here in Graffiti Alley? And Yeah, I do. <laughs> yeah. And, um, but I'm excited. I'm excited because it's, it's the longevity has been there. And then we got to have the pleasure of hosting him back here. And uh, you know we've we've had great opportunities to host really fantastic artists here. You know the challenge that we have in St. John, which is a wonderful challenge to have, is that we have intact Victorian architecture. You know you don't you don't see that everywhere, and uh, so you can't just paint on those buildings. Those are historic <laughs> buildings. But uh, you know we've done an installation again. This is family friendly. Um, We've done an installation of, so we have the salmon, which you can, you can find a map online or you can get a paper map from one of the businesses that have a, a salmon in front of them. But we also have art and public places walking tour. We have two history walking tours and an architecture walking tour. And so um, either you can find those on our, on our site and use it mobilely with your phone, but also we've put uh, decals down on the sidewalks. And so, you could be standing in front of, uh, of Benedict Arnold's home, if you can imagine. Benedict Arnold, for a time, lived in St. John. He was just as unwelcome here as he was anywhere else in the world. But uh, the <laughs> decal is there, and it has a QR code, and you can just pass over it and find out more information. So whether it's you know Trinity Church or whether it's a piece of art by Peter Pounding, there's some more interpretation so that you can either come upon it or it can be an enhancement to a self-guided walking tour. But Again, there's, there's lots of things to do here, You know whether you want to be you know, on your own, if you want to hire someone to take you on a tour, or if you just want to come by chance and, and learn a little bit more about the history. The weave of history and, and architecture and art here is spectacular. And to see so many of these buildings now being repurposed, I will say to people that are watching your show that if you have not been to St. John in the last five years, or even in the last three, you've not been here. Right. You've not been here. It'll blow your mind. COVID or no COVID, it will blow your mind. There are new businesses here. You know, you will want to have dinner at Italian by night. You will want to have butter chicken at Tandy's. I'm telling you, you do. <laughs> You'll want to have Pad Thai at uh, Lemongrass. Bacon wrapped scallops at Grannon's. yes. You want to have, uh, you know, to me, it's the chicken fingers and fries. I hate to say that is the best thing because it's not the best thing, but it's the thing I get. The but buttermilk chicken and fries from You've Got to Eat here at the St. Johnny House, they're fantastic. And whether you're having a moosehead rattler or a crafty rattler, like, I'm not going to judge you. I'm going to tell you, fill your boots.
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I hate to wrap this up because I bet you, like, with the tours, There's probably a wicked ghost tour as well, but I don't have time to talk about it, unfortunately. So we're just going to have to all go to St. John and check these things out. So Victoria, before we go though, um, can you tell people where they can find all of this amazing information that you have given us today?
2: Absolutely. At discoverstjohn.com or you can follow us at, Uh, Discover St. John on Instagram, on Facebook, or on Twitter. But come and take a look at our website. We have everything you need to know. And there's a chat box. So if there's something that you can't find, just send us a note. and We'll get right back to you.
0: Awesome. Thank you so much. Great to meet you ladies. And thanks for taking the time.
2: I hope to meet you here. I'd love to share a beer.
1: Thank you for listening to this episode of our Staycation Summer Series. We have new episodes each Friday throughout the summer of 2020. Be sure to subscribe now so you don't miss any. Have a hidden gem or favorite new Brunswick spot you'd love to share with our audience? Let us know! You can head to Pickle Planet Monkey's website, send us an email, or find us on social channels. The Pickle Planet Podcast Staycation Summer Series is produced at the Podcast Hub. Check us out if you want to make your podcast dreams a reality.